Welcome to KuzaCast, where we interview some of the most influential people in tourism from around the world. My name is Graham Watson, and I'm the founder of Kuza Global. The word Kuza means a new dawn, and in 2023, we want to find out just how our guests are working towards that new dawn. Join us and subscribe to future episodes as we hope to inspire you with stories of strength and resilience in the tourism industry. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of Kuza Cast. Today, my guest is Katie Lee, who is the Senior Business Development uh, at FIFO. Hello, Katie. Hey, Graham. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. Thanks. We kind of ran into each other at the Institute of Travel and Tourism's room last year at World Travel Market and uh, have been working a bit since to try and uh, highlight the benefits of FIFO to the tourism industry. So thanks for joining me. Oh, thanks for having me. It's no great problem. to be here. So, Katie, the way we generally start the podcast is that you just uh, just tell us a bit about yourself, uh, uh, FIFA, where you currently work, and a bit about your history in the industry. Yeah, sure. So, um, my travel my travel background started over thirty years ago with uh, an absolute love of travel. Dad used to take us to Heathrow Airport to watch all the planes taking off, and and my passion from there, from a really young age, I knew that I was going to work in travel. Uh, so I started off at Virgin Holidays, and then went on to British Airways Holidays, uh, selling um, the virtues to travel agents and tour operators, and all the benefits of it. Um, I've been on every continent bar Antarctica. Wow. Uh, I completed my bucket list of travel uh, uh, things way back in um, 2008. I had a had a big list of uh, things I wanted to do before I die or have children was more the thing. Um, <laughs> and, uh, uh, before I spent my daughter's inheritance, should I say, which I did back yeah. in uh, 2008. And um yeah, just been very fortunate with a with a good background in the travel industry uh, to have done so much, uh, including uh, some of your beautiful country, Graham, in South Africa. Lovely. Yeah. Well, great. I know somebody, uh, Duncan, who was a guest on my podcast a few weeks ago. He uh, he's just been to Antarctica, and he can help you plan your trip. So tick off oh. that. Tick off that. Uh, <laughs> is it eighth or seventh I, continent? I think it's. Can't even remember yeah, now. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, yeah you're, I'll have to Google that. But yeah, yeah. I've been very fortunate to, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've been to the Galapagos Islands and Easter Island and uh, done some really crazy far-flung uh, things, even as, as far as going to the DMZ at North Korea, you know. Wow. I feel, well, that's, um, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's really, really cool. Yeah, I mean, I think once a travel bug hits you, I think we all know, most of us listening to the podcast are, are in the industry or avid travelers. So, um, mm. yeah, we know exactly what that that feels like. And then just a bit about uh, about FIFO. Just let us know. Um, it seems like a great uh, a great product and alternate to some other review sites out there. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, for anyone that doesn't know FIFO, we are a verified ratings and reviews company. And the difference between us is that we collect um, your verified reviews. So it's by invitation only. So what that does is not only protect um, your customers from reading fake reviews, but it also protects your business. We've got some brilliant um, data and insights and really FIFO allows customers to make confident decisions in their, in their purchasing choices when they know that they're working with us. You know, there's lots of ways to review um, products and services within the travel industry, but as a as a business is ensuring that you are actually delivering verified customer um, insights and data to your customers. And um, the differences with FIFO is that your customers can only write about you, whereas there's a lot of open platforms out there where they they can literally write anything. But FIFO will protect your brand in doing that, and in doing so, allows you to you know, really market your products using customer sentiment. So it's very clever technology and it's it, it protects brands, you know, from from fake reviews. And that's why yeah. we work with some of the, the world's largest brands in, in doing so. Yeah, I think the, the invite link definitely makes sense, as you say, to protect businesses against 
fake reviews and competitors writing nasty things when they've never been to the property and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that, you know, I, I often say to people is, you know, it's great collecting reviews and, but it's what is that review going to do for your business? And one of the things that we do at FIFO is that we feed all that beautiful, rich content back out into the world of Google. So we really help with our Google partnership, actually boost all your SEO and, and display your FIFO stars in your search results. So, you know, a lots of people will know some really well-known review brands out there, but they're collecting their star ratings for them. FIFO collects your star ratings for you and your brand. And, you know, the, the time and money in, in doing that yourself is, you know, people use FIFO because they want they want all of that as from a reviews partner, just not part of it, you know. Yeah, yeah. And do you, is your, your head office is in the UK? Yeah, so we've got a uh, office in uh, London Bridge, uh, very close to the bridge, which is a really beautiful part of London. Uh, mm. As a Londoner myself, I feel uh, I feel like I come, even though I live down in Sussex now, I feel like I come home to London yeah. when I go to the office. And um, we've also got a office on a farm in um, Petersfield. So if anyone's been to Hampshire, it's uh, you must come and see us at the farm because it's a beautiful converted barn that is um, really our sort of tech hub uh, and where all our customer support is as well, which is really important because you you speak to humans and build um, great relationships with our team team down at Petersfield. Yeah, really good. It's one one thing we're renowned for is our very hands on great customer service. Yeah, no, no. I mean, it it definitely looks uh, like a like a great platform, and and as we've spoken over the past few months, definitely uh, something that I can try and promote. Uh, f- uh, you know, for you and and just anybody that that is interested, we'll give all the details at the end, and and I can put you in touch with with Katie at FIFO for a bit more information if you are a property owner or a business owner. I take it, Katie, that it's also experiences. Uh, um, we had Quinton from Bikes and Wines and a few other you know experiences as well. I take it it's for that, not just properties. Absolutely. So it's it's really anything that you're selling that um you you know from from being not just travel but any industry where you are have a product that you are selling um to either a consumer so business to consumer and even in a business to business environment. So if you've got suppliers that you're supplying product to, you really want to get their 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 thoughts and insights and then you know use that feedback as a marketing tool. Get your either your b2c or b2b customers really selling your stories for you and that's what reviews are reviews do and you know if anyone wants some live examples of of how our customers use their customer insight to to as a marketing tool because there's no louder voice than a um a business that is, is brave enough to offer great products and services and actually allow their customers to tell their marketing stories absolutely and of course uh, you know, there's there's no such thing as a as a free lunch anymore. So there is a subscription model, and that's based on kind of the amount of people in your database. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. So it, it basically goes on transactions that you are are selling um, a month. So our basic product, um, you know, is is 200 customer invites a month, and it starts from as little as 99 pounds a month. So it just shows you how affordable it is to to use that customer insight and and get out to to your customers so um and it, it really varies on the size of the business and how many customers you transact with on a month but but our base product you know one of the great things about fifo is where you are a small niche brand and you you don't have the people or the financial resource to to collect data and insights and and actually review it we can give you those tools in a really cost effective time easy way uh, than having to you know um employ lots and lots of people to to do it for you mm. know having worked for for tesco club card you know i know i worked al- alongside 200 um uh data scientists and really what fifo does is 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 that data scientist is it not only collects that great customer sentiment but when things aren't going right it allows you you know at the touch of the button to to look at those reports and go what's going wrong how do i fix things in my business so very clever mm. and very very cost effective as opposed to being a big brand like Tesco's or British mm. Airways where, you know, 
they are employing hundreds of people to do it. Mm. Our product really helps those businesses that are starting out and they're trying to grow and also existing businesses where, you know, they really, really do want to own their data. You know, they want to own their reviews, whereas a lot of providers out there, you don't actually own the customer review at FIFA. You own your data and your customers because you're, you're supplying it to us. That's a really big big thing for a lot of our partners is they want to know that they own their reviews and you do with Fofo as opposed yeah. to other suppliers where you don't. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that sounds that sounds great. So you obviously work with a lot of uh, a lot of tech uh, tech guys out there on the farm that you that you sounds lovely. I must try and visit one day. What yeah. uh, what um I mean working for a technology company, what what ways do you use technology for productivity tools just in, in, in getting through your average sort of day to day? That's a, you know, it's a, we, we have varying different guests on the podcast. Some say they write everything down on a piece of paper. Some say they plug everything into an app. How, how does, how do you kind of get, get through and stay on top of the many tasks that we all have nowadays? Yeah. Well, um, my 13 year old, daughter would say that she's the smartest yeah. uh, cookie in our house <laughs> and, yeah that's you know, always that, true yep <laughs> <laughs> but mummy isn't up to date with uh, the latest technology but uh, little does she know that I am uh, very much uh, you know for me using technology and, and the the being in new business sales is um you know we very much use a number of tools here at FIFO to make sure that not only are we targeting the right customers but we're also targeting them with the right product as to what their needs are so mm. we use a number of um uh, outsourced products to really ensure that you know we're not um just taking a, a blanket approach to to getting new businesses that we're fully understanding what um, each sector um, needs, what each each um, business needs so that we can provide a solution for them. So, you know, we use a number of different um, platforms, external platforms um, to actually, you know, source to yeah. ensure that we're targeting. LinkedIn's a big one for us mm. as well. You know, the, the LinkedIn tools to make sure that we get to decision makers quickly because mm. um, ultimately we... For me personally, our, my sales approach has always been to um, is really look at who's at the dinner table. You know, you need the financial director, you need the sales and marketing person. You're going to make their life easier. You know, getting the operations people. Is there problems in people's supply chain or are there issues within, say, if it's a hotel, you know, they've got staffing issues where customers are complaining about them. Um, you know, and and they need to pull that sentiment and analysis. And because FIFO does that using the customer sentiment is making sure that you target the relevant people within the organizations to make decisions, um, you know, on purchasing a product like FIFO. Because, you know, really, if you're a good sales consultant, you're taking a consultative approach, you want to go in and try try and find out what their problems are and really how you can solve them um and if you can't solve them you know is being being honest and saying well actually you know we can't fix that but we can we can fix that and in in doing so for me it's not just a single person that you whenever i do a demo is i will try and get on and depending on the product you know i will ensure that i have the right people there to make sure that this is how I can fix your problem. This is how I can fix your problem, especially with finance. This is how I can save you time and money. Um, yeah. Because, you know, that's it's making sure that you have the right people to make that dinner party effectively. You know, sure, it's, sure. It's, 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 you know, really, really important that, um, you know, that you, you have those people present to make the right commercial decisions. And, and in some instances, depending on who you're targeting, it is simply just one decision maker. But quite mm. often in the, in the uh, businesses that I target, is it can be a complex sale and you have to make sure that you tick all those boxes mm. um, accordingly. Yeah, absolutely. I like that analogy of the of the of the dinner party. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Nobody likes the meal for one, Graham. <laughs> no, no, no. Exactly. It's very, very true. So, um, so you know, having spent around thirty years in in the tourism industry, what uh, I mean was the COVID pandemic the kind of worst thing that you've ever experienced? I know that may sound like a silly question, but you know, who knows what people have been through and what it what did it teach you about uh, the industry as a whole? Well, uh, 
for me personally, I, I, you know, I think it was, um, I don't, well, for me personally, I think it was unprecedented. I had a, I've got a school age uh, daughter. So mm. it, it, as a parent, it was particularly challenging. And, mm. and even post pandemic, we we're still seeing the repercussions of, of that lockdown on, on our children. You know, mm. I think that's, that's been very hard. And also in families in general, I think it, it's changed the landscape of how people feel about, about their families and their family time. But from a professional perspective, I think what's really interesting and what a lot of businesses are is how they reacted because being a reviews company, you know, the, the first thing when you're um, in, in that situation and, you know, you, you've got to remember a lot of, say, for the airlines, you know, issuing refunds and trying to, you know, progress in a structured way, um, you know, if, if, they can't get their money back off their suppliers. They couldn't give it back to their clients. Mm. And that resulted in a lot of horrifically bad reviews. And mm. the FIFA have done incredibly well post-pandemic because all those providers that were getting horrifically negative reviews were in some instances where, where customers hadn't even made a purchase of them. So they were going on to other forums and writing negative reviews. But the ones that... Um, were using FIFO um, were actually able to really reach out to say, look, we're really sorry this has gone wrong. Let us put it right. And one of the great things about our technology is when service, you know, in the instance of getting the delayed refunds, um, they were able to resolve it. You know, it was a really challenging time for many of our many of our customers. But in doing so and then providing really great service, FIFO gives them the option to then resend that invite out to the client and go, look, I understand you've you know, had a bad experience. We've now put it right. Mm. Would you re-review us? So the great thing is they were able to go from having a one-star review to then changing the landscape by using FIFO and making sure that they get a good review again. Now, you know, as I say to all my customers, we can't ever guarantee that that customer will give you a another review or be a good review. But the evidence that we've shown is that when when things go wrong, FIFO gives them the voice to put it right. In the mm. pandemic, that was, you know, one of our strengths is, is that customers, were, businesses were able to identify what was, what the sentiment was. And actually then when they eventually got their holidays to then send them out a fresh invite to go, actually, how was your holiday? Mm. Um, and get those great reviews back in. You know, it was, it, I think for the travel industry specifically, you know, it, I think it was hard to see that they didn't have the support um, from the governments and stuff like that. And I think it's it's been particularly challenging, you know, post um, COVID to get to get staff and employees. And, you know, because I think a lot of businesses have sort of, or employees have kind of said, well, what's a COVID for, you know, safe job now? Yeah. Um, but I think it's, I think that's coming back. And the data and insights that we sort of see from our customers is that, you know, that trust is coming back. And, you know, from a review's perspective you know people are so delighted to be traveling again and um mm. you know we have um uh we have our trusted services awards that we um we uh, present to our customers every year who have continuously um you know shown uh, good service for good products and service and we award those every year and this year it's been absolutely phenomenal so it just shows you you know there's some brilliant businesses out there using fifo and their customers are, are, are reflecting that in their in their star ratings that's that's great i mean and obviously there's a lot of entrepreneurs coming up particularly in the in the tourism industry and a lot of focus is on helping those those young startups get off the ground uh because you know we we need that that fresh energy in the industry when it when it comes to um bad reviews for example does your team work with the business owner then to advise them on how they can perhaps relook at their business model to to get those reviews um you know to to a, a, a excellent standard or i mean do you yeah, just yeah absolutely yeah so we we when we 
we first obviously interact with with customers and um one of the biggest things is is that we have is we have these ai tools that you know depending on the size of the business um will allow allow automation to take over where where things are going wrong in their supply chain i use the word supply chain as a as a term to you know if, if you're a hotelier and you've got a problem with with rooms or you know swimming pool anything that a customer is saying will come out in a review because they're going to if they're going to complain it's gonna it's gonna come out the great thing is with fifo is depending on the size of your business you know we have the ability to you know download the report so if somebody leaves a, like a one two three star review we can set alerts um hmm. on your system to say right you know this this three you've just had a re you uh a, for review and you you triggered these keywords and it will it will alert some with it in their business now we don't tell customers how to respond to their reviews but one thing i know at fifo is if if you are seeking advice um on how to to perform better you know all of our staff and we have a brilliant team of account directors um, and customer service managers you know big big support team who you know can help you and give their guidance and knowledge and experience and industry led as well to say you know this is what another partner is doing and they won't tell you who the partner is but they'll use their yeah. experience across multitudes of, of businesses to go actually this is best practice and we think we do um on our website if you are interested we've got some really great customer stories on there and actually there's some great um stuff on there that shows you what how customers have used fifo's tools um to actually improve their business you know rather than lose that that business when things go wrong um, by having FIFO and actually owning that data insight, you you have access to review it and and look at it and manipulate it to to ensure that you can then go right. We need to take this business action against against this. You know, it's it's really smart, affordable technology where, like I said earlier, is, is you don't need you know a hundred people to do it. FIFO will do it for you. Um, really cost effectively and and securely and and our team you know that's the great thing is we're we're not robotic is we have got <laughs> very hands-on on team we you know it's one of our key strengths is the people that work here mm. so what do you think the the, the i mean we've had a lot of african-based businesses on the podcast and the the pandemic did change a lot in the in the industry uh, what what do you think from a United Kingdom point of view changed in the industry that 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 is going to carry on going forward? And it, it can be things as simple as, you know, the working from home or the collaboration, the news. I don't know. There, there seems to be a new spirit of collaboration, even amongst competitors. Have you noticed anything that's that changed during the pandemic and that will that you think will just continue being business as usual from now on? Um, I think the I think the hybrid. Um working i think that's mm. um i think that's probably been not so much in in my industry because you know we are advanced very much um in that technology space but mm. i think within within the travel industry in general is um that has uh, the face of it has changed in terms of you know a lot of i know a lot of businesses now that actually don't have their offices anymore and they they hire hot space once a month to bring their teams together mm. um to to collaborate and actually have really really concentrated time together um i think that's one of the biggest breakthroughs i think it's equally can be a challenge is is people that aren't used to working from home um like i've been working from home for 20 odd years and actually i think i'm way more productive at home than i am in the office as you can yeah. tell i love it i love a chat yeah. and, um, <laughs> yeah. so um i think that's and also i do think we have to be really mindful of the young people um becoming isolated um and actually not learning off their peers you know mm. with that with that knowledge and experience because as great as the technology is if we want the young progressive um people coming through the ranks of business they need to learn off people and they need to learn from that experience and and it's our responsibility as as, as slightly older um, people to to pass that on because otherwise 
it just becomes a chatbot and eventually mm. will just be overtaken by AI. So I do think it's, it's, I, I hope that we, although I think there's some, been some phenomenally good, you know, um, changes and some very good disciplines that people have, have instilled in themselves is getting the balance of their life, you know, their work-life balance and actually realising, you know, that we don't need as much stuff as mm. we probably did um, pre, pre-pandemic, much to my husband's joy. Amazon <laughs> doesn't seem to deliver as quite as frequently as, as before. But um, no, I think within it would be good to you know, ultimately see those businesses thriving. And I I go into London, you know, a couple of times a week and it's great to see the city Mm. alive. It's great to, you know, dare I say it, be on a packed train again. Um, It's really Mm. slowly coming back. But I do also equally respect that, you know, mental health side of it, Graham, there's been some really, you see people on trains, you know, they've got rubber gloves on, they've got masks on. And, Mm. you know, I think we shouldn't forget that that some people have really been through the mill with this and are still very scared. And Mm. um, I think we have to just take it on a case by case basis, just to take people on that journey back to, um, normality will we ever get there i genuinely hope so um from business travel you know i I haven't got a single friend that they're desperate to literally constantly go away they're like people are booking short weekends they're booking bed and breakfasts they're going overseas they're doing the trips that they they never had the chance um to do pre pre lockdown and i think people are valuing their their family time yeah um, together you know so uh it's yeah. it's you know hopefully we'll, we'll get there but um i think we just have to take it on a individual and be respectful of people's journey back to what is normality the new normal as we say yeah yeah no i mean it's true i mean i think a lot of people have realized what's the point of putting something off until tomorrow because who knows what they may not be uh mm-hmm. tomorrow so i think a lot of people did did see that and uh you know, yeah. I mean, I think I think the fallout, uh, as you say, mental health is is uh, there's there's a lot of um, a lot of people who are just like the hamster on the wheel now, just trying to get back, um, get pick up their lives again. And uh, so, you know, and and it definitely, you know, needs to be realised. And the tourism industry in particular is that we are all here for each other. It's a great bunch of people. And you know, we, I've spoken about this on other podcasts that. Um, particularly for the entrepreneurs and for the guides and uh you know a lot of a lot of people that uh really really hit were were, were struck hard uh with with sort of zero work for for two years you know it's oh, um yeah. and then you know it's it's it may not be you know i think i think the the the, the danger is to look at platforms like LinkedIn and think that everybody's, you know, picked up the pieces and are getting on mm. with their lives and are doing even better than they were before and, you know, all that yeah. kind of stuff. But but I think the reality is that, yeah, there's a lot of people still still picking up the pieces. And for those who, who do feel that they, you know, that that they, there's something wrong or something like that, then, uh, you know, just, just reach out because, yeah. um, because uh, I think they may find that there's a lot more people in in the boat with them than than on the on the mega yacht <laughs> you know yeah no I, I and that's do you know what's a perfect analogy and i think and i think that's exactly it we we absolutely have to support and and respect each other and i think like you say with things like the tour guides and stuff you know um having you know traveled so extensively and you know and i'm not saying like i was i was backpacking you know i've backpacked all Mm. over the world as a when i was younger and stuff and and you you know i don't forget what what those people when i was in lockdown in in my house in sussex you know i had my family i'd stockpiled a million toilet rolls i hold my hands up to that (laughs) were you one of those people who were who were getting into fisticuffs in the aisle about toilet paper (laughs) (laughs) you you have to remember as well Graham, that i was born uh sorry i'm 48 but i was born to quite old parents and uh 
you know, my having been born in London, my my father, um, you know, was was um a war child, and he, oh, okay. was, he was so I've always held a great, as we call it in London, a war cupboard. Yeah. And oh, in fact, okay. my 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 sisters, do, and you know, it was it. I didn't really feel you know f- fearful but ironically actually my daughter who's who's 13 you know she still is in a state post pandemic of thinking that her her life is over because she lost two years of her education like she's she's mm. very academic she's very studious but you think of those families within within our industry and especially those that weren't working in the pandemic and you think of those ramification of of, of that is you know is um you know, be kind and bring people on that journey with you, you know, yeah. stop and, 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 and do those things. And also, you know, one thing I think it's also taught us is buy local, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. buy off your, your, you know, stay in the local bed and breakfasts and, you know, do the things in your, do visit the tourist attractions in your area. You know, one thing we, my husband's from Horsham born and bred, and we realized there's like a 13 mile riverside walk. That, wow. that he never knew existed. <laughs> so, you know, travel far and wide, but equally, you know, spend your bucks um, locally. You know, yeah. it's really taught us to to shop locally. You know, source locally as well as all that wonderful international travel. And you, you know, Graham, I actually I've travelled quite a lot of South Africa, and you know, it, it, it did being um, from Irish descent, it, the the family. Um, feeling that you get when you are with South Africans is very similar to, to, you know, my own family kind of, which is why Mm. I love, I I adore South Africa and and the people, you know, is that culture of, of welcoming and and wanting to be, you know, to be kind and helpful and, and feed, you know, I'm a natural born feeder. (laughs) (laughs) You only have to pull up on the drive and I've made you a cup of tea and a sandwich. So. <laughs> well, that's that's cool. Yeah, I mean South Africa it's as we know and and you know it's Southern Africa, East Africa, it's all yeah. it's all very um and then you know the wide open spaces um you know for people that are still a bit on edge about yeah. about covid and everything, you know you 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 can go places and and don't come in contact at all with with anybody yeah. if, if you want to and and see the the animals, but um yeah, I mean it's uh it is great to see everybody, um, you know, taking the bookings again. And I do keep reminding people that, you know, the PCR tests and all that, it's only really been a few months or maybe up to a year or so. I mean, those PCR tests were definitely restricting a lot of people from traveling and the hassle and the, the passenger locator forms and all that stuff we had to fill in. And Gosh, yeah. I mean, it seems like a lifetime ago, but if you put mm. it into perspective, it was only really a few months ago that it all it all i think it was july even that those things kind of stopped uh, last year so yeah you know. yeah absolutely and you know i um i as sad as it may seem i actually um boxed up one of the pcr tests along with um boris johnson's letter to say you know when that he sent out to all uk households i actually have um boxed it up with the PCRs and a little oh. note to my daughter, I, I keep a memory box of certain oh, cool. events and things like that. You know, I did the same yeah. with Brexit, and uh, yeah. I, 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 you know, sealed the Brexit letter that again that they sent us to to vote to to really, you know, show to her that that we can get over this. That this, mm. I, it's a, you know, I write like a dying mother, but ultimately I am a dying <laughs> mother, and and I do these little, I seal them up because I want her to know that it doesn't matter what happens in life, you you will recover, but you have mm. to go through it, and you have to then look back and not stare. You know, mm. look back on that history, acknowledge what happens, good, but really say to yourself, what what is you know. I, I can see and it's really with 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 um FIFA going back to our businesses is you what went wrong mm. you know I've acknowledged it how do I make it better and and that's what you know I think um COVID and and you know seeing that it just it 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 divided families it divided mm. you know people had so many different reviews views over it but for for us you know I want my daughter to know that you know, we did go through this, but we survived it, you know, and we, mm. we were, we've come out of it alive, you know, she's ironically at her school, you know, she's in secondary school, like high school now. And, um, you know, t- two children committed suicide, you know, mm. two, two 14 year old girls, because one girl thought 
that she wasn't going to um she wasn't she was you know gonna lose her whole education and yeah. then because she did it her best friend did it you know oh, my word. Um, oh, my word. yeah so you know we like we said earlier is you you have to move forward and you know for us is 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 i can't believe that you know even now people are still doing covid tests you know they're getting colds and things mm. like that and yeah yeah it's 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 hard going for for some people you know but um resilience is everything and um yeah you know yeah, i think it's, it's I think it's the unspoken illness now because mm. you know I I know of of events that have happened where many people have got covid afterwards um that were at events and you know there are still events happening right now you know even in South Africa right now there's world travel market Africa um, in Cape Town and um and yeah I mean the likelihood of nobody you know at these massive events yeah is, you know, there's always yeah. you are going to get the few cases, and I think I think what people have just realised is that we can't, you know, we, we we have to live with it. And I read somewhere the yeah. other day that um, I think in the UK there's still eight thousand people in hospital with COVID even now today. Gosh, and really? um, you know, I just wonder what the stats were when all the lockdowns came in. There probably were less than eight thousand. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, but, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah. in fact, you know, in we it's gone through. You know, I think with some of our team have actually been taken, you know, taken down with it in the last few weeks. And you know, like I, I even myself flippantly said, "Well, why are you still testing?" But actually, you know, people are because people, some people are still genuinely worried about the impact, and they have, mm. you know, vulnerable you know um family and friends at home you know even my even my own um family you know my daughter and husband have both got asthma and 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 you know we have to be mindful um for mm. them sort of thing but um it's it is you know it is a challenge mm. you know out there but it's just great to see the industry coming back alive i think that's the you know even at world travel market last year i think they had the biggest attendees um I, I don't know what the actual fact was, but I just remember going, gosh, I cannot believe it's this busy. And yeah. I think we have to lead from the front, you know, mm. in, in you know, the reason we came into this industry, because we have a wanderlust and, you know, as, as uh, the North Fabes brand says, never stop exploring. And I mm. think when you work in this industry you know you you want to lead and inspire to people because you know i i often say to my daughter you know we come into this life with nothing and all and we leave with nothing but all we can do is make memories and mm. fill hearts and minds because that's what you literally take with you and um, yeah. i think i said to you you know i i broke my back um back yes, in yes, 2015 yes, I remember, and, yeah yeah, it just it gives you a different perspective, and I've I've always you know loved traveling and and making bucket lists and things like that. But I will never take um, my freedom and my health for granted again. You know, I'm mm. going to do absolutely everything with complete gusto at nine thousand miles an hour, <laughs> and um, you know, uh, hopefully um, be remembered for for you know for that sort of stuff rather than. Um, the other stuff you know yeah that's, yeah that's that's important um yeah no i mean it's yeah look i mean I, I love i love the way um if if you know if you listen to some other the podcast when you've got some time it's the 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 way people share and like you've been sharing today it's 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 great to hear people it's not just really talking about your job and uh, you know mm. it's it's so much more about how the individual uh, you know has looked at at what happened uh, you know i, I we can't underestimate what happened you know a lot of people yeah. including myself lost lost jobs and had to pick up the pieces and ended up moving countries and lost you know houses I'm and cars sure. and i mean it's 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 yeah i mean it was an absolute nightmare for for a lot of people and i think yeah that's the whole reason for doing the series of podcasts is just to let mm. people um listen to other people's stories and hopefully find something that they can relate to and that makes them feel a bit better um so yeah. you know, thanks so much for i am um, i i must say the one the one uh sentence that has always stood me you know when i was 20 something and and working for british airways holidays was i remember my boss at the time just saying to me if the foundations of your life are right, it doesn't matter how many times you get knocked down. 
if your foundations are strong, you can always rebuild. Mm. And um, it was such a powerful thing because I never realised how many times I would get knocked down. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and and um, you know, having having that there, knowing that you know doesn't matter you know, if a tree gets blown down you replant and and mm. and you know that that ground is full of nourishment and mm. and you keep watering it and you keep nurturing it with the with the love of your your family and your job and and you know the world it, it, you just keep growing you just mm. just doesn't matter you'll you'll keep growing and actually he turned out to uh, be my daughter's godfather because oh, so cool. yeah such a, a a real inspiration so surround yeah. your surround yourself with people that that water you that help you grow and nurture you is um, yeah is the order of the day oh no well thanks yeah i mean that's absolutely that's absolutely true it's uh yeah just surround yourself with the positivity and and those people that are willing to help um and and going forward in into the next few years is there anything that you think uh still needs to change or could be getting done a bit better in the tourism industry i know a lot of south africans or africans have looked to um you know government support maybe government red tape being being eradicated i mean we've got a lot of um a lot of situations in the uk happening now particularly recently with all the problems at dover and i mean what what do you think i mean i know me i, I don't understand why we still walk around with a little book that people put stamps in that seems to me so a hundred years ago <laughs> but um <laughs> absolutely but um, i mean yeah well, I, I think one thing from our industry perspective that we would really genuinely love to see is um, open review review platforms mm. shut down. You know, yeah. in, in Europe now you can get fined um, a lot of money for fake reviews, be it good, bad or indifferent. So mm. one thing I would like to do is, is, is see governments stop businesses putting fake reviews up you know my friend was mm. having a nightmare on her etsy shop the other day and everyone piled in and said i'll write a good review for you so mm. from a business perspective i would love to really you know help showcase brands that are um you know who are, are using true true you know data and insights and and reviews to reflect how brilliant they are because mm. if you're if you are that that's one thing and i think that's coming down the line because it's hit europe already um in in these platforms that are are you know peddling the ability to damage brands as well mm. as um give brands fake reviews and um, the digital passport side of it i'm not I, i'll be honest with you graham it, it it i'm not i'm not happy i think there's an element of freedom and um to digitize our identities i just doesn't sit comfortably with me mm. i i'm i'm not a conspiracy theorist mm. but um i don't feel comfortable with a cashless society um and a you know i love modern technology you know my my whole house is run by a woman who um quite often nine times out of ten um ignores me when i tell her to play music and put on the lights and turn on the burglar alarm and is that dear old alexa yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> she she runs my life graham you know yeah, um, yeah. the slightly worrying thing is she appears to um respond better to my husband's voice than mine so um <laughs> He says that she's a little bit nicer. So I love stuff like that. And I particularly yeah. love in, in, in the morning is telling her to put the kettle on. Yeah, it's one yeah. of the joys. And I think I think back to my nan using a mangle to do her washing. Yeah, And yeah. I am, um, every Christmas, Graham, every Christmas morning, I give my dishwasher a little kiss and I uh, yes, thank course. it for yeah. the service. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, so I, I, I'm, I'm in two camps on too much of that AI kind of running our lives, big brother thing. So um, I think we have to ensure our freedoms and our civil liberties are not taken over by um, by that. Yeah. But for me personally, Graham, I took up golf last year, hmm. much to everyone's dismay because I'm the most unsportiest person ever. And um, I'd like to be better at golf next year. I want to be so good at golf that I am um, asked to play with Tiger Woods. That's that's all. That's yeah. me personally. You know, I didn't think that's a big, uh, it's a big ask. And um, 
Yeah, I think yeah. my friends are quite surprised by my golfing uh, commitment because I I am very committed to proving myself wrong, which, you know, one of the things out of lockdown is like I just am going to try everything. And mm. and I've become slightly addicted, stroke passionate about golf, which um, my husband now says I am a golf ball and he is a golf widow. Because I'm like, he's, what are you <laughs> doing? I'm going to play golf. So uh, for me personally, I'd like to do, I would like to be better at golf. And mm. um, yeah, for the, for the future, I'd like to just, I don't believe that we should ever, ever, um, be put into lockdown again ever under mm. any circumstances I think we have to all take personal responsibility um, for ourselves it's had a horrific impact on industry mm. um, which I still don't believe it was the right thing to do but mm. because I but I understand and sympathize with a government that had never been through this so it was damned if they did and damned if they didn't absolutely um, but I would absolutely uh, pray that that it, it, it wouldn't happen again. I, I don't think it ever will because I think we know too much now. And um, the great thing is, as medical science has, you know, advanced in such a quick speed that you would hope that um, now we are absolutely prepared um, for it. You know, it's uh, it's a case of, you know, move forward and learn really so yeah, yeah. I, I i'm if i was a betting woman i would say in my lifetime it will never happen again it, it costs too much it costs mm. it, it just costs too much and i think um if we look back uh i'm not sure it was the right decision but it wasn't my decision to make and i mm. i duly um accepted my <laughs> My two years at home. I quite enjoyed it, though, if I'm honest, Graham. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was, well, I think, you, you know, know if, you, if you can work from home and you've got a lovely correct, home. Yeah. I mean, my, my house overlooked a beautiful sort of valley area. And, yeah, I mean, I, I all of a sudden it became my greatest sundowner spot with my glass of wine oh, watching. And I mean, lovely. that's, that's, I mean, I think you did get to yeah. see the, the joy and appreciate the little things. And, you know, I like what you said earlier about, uh, you know, wanting to play golf with, with Tiger Woods, because even for this podcast, I've reached out to Richard Branson and Simon Calder because I just think, you know, why not? And, um, yeah. and that's another thing that, that I think, you know, we, we can take away from, from just life in general, not just the pandemic, is that, you know, don't don't automatically assume that um, these people who also started at the bottom and, you know, entrepreneurs um, are too busy or don't don't want to to chat um, and, and as well. And um, and actually, no. oddly enough, I used to work for um, for Branson when he walked around the offices and um, he when he'd come into the office and actually talk to employees and he'd literally walk up to you and say, you know, mm. how are you? You know, he used to have parties at his house. And um, I think you're absolutely right. You know, is is I think in our lifetime, in our generation, this is the worst thing that, you know, other than personal health and wealth, mm. this is is probably one of those, you know, those those moments in time where you just go, that was that was my that was my war, if you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, of course. In, in, Absolutely, in, yeah. You know, it's your battle to kind of go through. But um yeah, I, I'm 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 all for that, you know, is um when you've when you go through some of those is is you and I were fortunate to have that view in that time but actually one of the nicest things actually was I'm surrounded by a lot of elderly neighbors and um we created a covid shopping group because they as you can imagine they were absolutely petrified yeah. to um to leave the house and now I am you know I am the local dog walker the local <laughs> shopper even post pandemic I've I've created some wonderful bonds with a lot of elderly neighbors that you know bearing in mind I've been here 14 years I genuinely didn't know um it's brought the community together really solidly really mm. really beautifully so um that's nice and I'm now the adopted mother of many dogs that I like to walk oh, <laughs> the weekend so uh yeah my my husband and daughter are allergic to dogs so um oh. when she's when I'm not playing golf I'm um I'm walking uh neighbor's dogs and uh running errands for them but it, it just feels good to put something something um back in into the universe and and yeah. actually ironically when i when i broke my back um 
back in 2015 one of the one of the things i said was you know if i if if you know the universe bestows um, mobility back on me which it has tenfold mm. i said i would do x amount of random acts of kindness for each year thereafter mm. so you know at the time i i i was 40 so i said right i'll do 40 random acts of kindness and i now carry that on um wow. you know uh to you know, when I'm a hundred, it might get a bit harder, but, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, um, every four, you know, I've just turned 48 and, uh, so I'm on 48 random acts of kindness, um, that I, that I bestow on random people when I see them happening. And it, it's, it's just a nice thing, yeah. um, to do, to, to put something back. That's what COVID's taught me is to just pay it forward in a, in a consistent um, manner. It's just keep yeah. paying it forward. And, you know, like I say to Darcy, don't try and change the world change your village because it will create a tsunami effect of yeah. of, of joy because if we all change our village it'll spread to the next village and the next mm. village and the next village and that ultimately changes the world doesn't mm. it so uh yes yeah. hopefully <laughs> no well, that's that's great i mean thanks thanks uh thanks so much for for chatting to me you you can mark this off as a as a random act of kindness for a oh. a, a young podcaster <laughs> trying to get get out to the world <laughs> now you've got you, for, for 47 more to go <laughs> yes um, absolutely yeah. yes 47 yeah. more to go i sure uh yeah i've got a uh, you know i have only just turned 48 so uh yeah I've got I've got hopefully a few more months to uh, tick them off. So if oh, you're I'm in sure a town near me, you may uh, maybe bestowed um, one yeah. of uh, one of my random acts. So, uh, oh, lovely! Well, thanks, Katie. So how how would the listeners get in touch with you if they want to find out more about the FIFO platform? So you can get hold of me on LinkedIn, and it's uh, K A T Y, and then Lee L E E, because I have the easiest name to say, but they yeah. always ask how you spell it. So you can find me on um, LinkedIn at Katie Lee FIFO, or you can email me at Katie K A T Y dot Lee L E E at FIFO dot com. Um, but yeah you can you can um catch me on either one and i'd love to you know it only takes half an hour of your time to have a have a demo and as i say you know from our perspective you know prices start from just 99 pound and um you know if you are a small and medium enterprise business you know really talk to fifo because you know we it is david and goliath out there graham and we're really mm. here to help everyone um, no matter what their budget to to try and help grow their business and get their customers selling their stories for them. Well, that's great. I mean, Katie, and, and hopefully as my business, Kuza Connect uh, grows and starts to represent more more businesses around the world, we can we can find a lot of synergies with with Kuza Connect and FIFO. So let's hope uh, absolutely. Let's hope that can happen too. Katie, I'll let you get back to your um to your your wonderful uh, family and uh, and we will we'll catch up again very very soon thanks so much for joining me. absolutely thanks graham have a great day you too thanks a lot thank you okay. cheers bye, bye. bye. thanks for tuning into kuzacast where we explore the world of tourism with leaders from all corners of the globe Join me, Graham Watson, for future episodes as we dive into the latest trends and insights from the industry. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating, and we'll see you next time on KuzaCast.